Hello and welcome. You are listening to Uncut, the podcast about how to stay surgery-free and live a healthy lifestyle. I'm Dr. Tom Padilla, owner of the Doctors of Physical Therapy. It's a clinic that leads the U.S. in helping adults over 30 to avoid surgery and drugs and live an active, healthy lifestyle. If you're looking for ways to maximize not only the years in your life, but the life in your years, you're in the right place. We are committed to delivering information that will help you live life today and for many, many years to come. Hello and welcome back to Uncut. Today we're talking about why muscles get tight. This is one of the most common questions we get in our clinic from people who have been stretching or foam rolling or going to a massage therapist over and over or even getting dry needling or acupuncture or going to stretch therapists and they feel like they can never get ahead of their tight muscles and they are super frustrated. Maybe you can relate because even after you do all these things, you can go to bed and it seems like magically the next day you wake up and those muscles are just as tight as they ever have been. Talk about frustrating. Today we're going to uncover exactly what that means, why muscles get tight, and what can actually be done about it. One of the most common sensations that people report is that they're tight in certain muscle groups. They might be able to bend further or they have more flexibility than Gumby, but still they tell us that there's that same tight feeling or sensation. We get this a lot with gymnasts or dancers who have an insane amount of range of motion but they still feel like they're always tight. and They're always kind of pushing into their hips to try to feel more stable. So to understand why you can actually feel so tight, but be so flexible, it's really important that you know that a short muscle is not the same thing as a tight muscle. So muscles can only do a couple of things, tighten and relax. Now in the case of a shortened muscle, the muscle has actually become physically shortened and lost length. Imagine you had one length of rope, and you actually just chopped a little bit of it off to make it actually physically shorter. Now, that's not the same thing as if we twisted that rope up to make it tight, and then it appears shorter. You would still have the same amount of length in that rope. It would just be twisted up to appear shorter. Muscle shortening is mostly a result of not using a range of motion for a very long period of time. It takes a long period of time for your body to actually remodel that muscle and say, all right, well, we're not using this range of motion, so we're going to shorten it up a little bit. Now, the reasons that it does this is pretty complex, but in essence, each muscle has a length that is optimal for producing force. So when a muscle is put into a shortened position for a long time, such as the calf muscle when wearing heels, the body will actually reduce the available length of the muscle, which typically ends up causing an issue when someone starts to try using a greater range of motion by picking up a new exercise program. Now their mobility is dramatically reduced, so injuries do occur and they notice the tightness. For example, if you spend all day in heels and then you go try to do a squat, the length of your calves may not be enough to actually let your knees progress over your toes to get into that squat. So you end up putting more weight through your knees, through your quads, through the anterior chain of your body, which can then cause any variety of injuries, which over time, a surgeon would be happy to help you fix. We'd much prefer to fix the reason that these muscles are tight in the first place and head it off at the source. That way you don't even have to think about that or even go down that road. What is that tight sensation all about? The most common reasons why muscles get tight are overuse, dehydration, injury, stress, and protection. Okay. So when we're talking about overuse. We'll break this down one by one. 
overuse typically occurs with faulty movement patterns. So for example, if someone bends forwards from the waist instead of their hips, the back muscles get overworked because they're doing all that work to get them back upright. So if you're someone with back stiffness and your hips don't bend very well, this might be you. If someone has a lot of pectoral tightness and their shoulders sit forward, the rotator cuff muscles can't work correctly and the muscles that stabilize your shoulder blades in the back. So you begin to use your upper traps and your neck muscles to lift your arms And that's the common reason that people typically feel that they carry all of their stress and their tension in their neck and shoulders. It's not because that's where you carry your stress. It's because that's where your muscles and tissues are already feeling stress. So when you get stressed, it gets concentrated in that area. So that gets highlighted. Someone's initial response to that kind of tightness feeling is typically to stretch it or mash into it with some sort of object or foam roller or go to their massage therapist. Oh, I've just got this kink. Can you really just like, yeah, dig your elbow in there? This is only met with temporary relief at best, right? You leave the massage therapist or you stop using that lacrosse ball and you feel good for a few hours, sometimes a few days. But over time, what you start to notice is that as you get further and further from that initial treatment, you start getting shorter and shorter and shorter results. So maybe it just lasts a few hours, leaving you feeling like you've got to stretch it and mash it and continue mashing it because you only get an hour of relief. So it's really this vicious cycle. And if that sounds familiar to you, the best way to get it addressed is to take a look at what's actually causing you to overuse those muscles. The second thing is dehydration. Dehydration is big, especially here in Phoenix, Arizona, where my clinic is located. It's a really common problem. When you're dehydrated, your body loses the ability to get necessary nutrients to the muscles. The blood doesn't flow through your blood vessels as well. The blood is what carries oxygen to the muscles. Oxygen is what helps the muscles to actually relax and recover. And when they can't relax and recover, they stay tightened up, which affects their ability to get blood out, which means that new blood can't get in, which means that new oxygen can't get in, which means that the muscle becomes even more fatigued and more exhausted. So over time, that creates a vicious circle. You should really be shooting for, as a general recommendation, drinking about half of your body weight of water in ounces every day. And no coffee and tea do not count. Diet soda doesn't count. Water counts. And if you're doing anything strenuous and you live in a dry climate, you need to add an additional 10 to 20% to account for the water that you're losing. The third reason that muscles get tight our injury, right? So muscles tighten protectively when they feel that something in the body is at danger of being injured. So many times that tightness and mobility restrictions can precede the sensation of pain or injury. So you'll start feeling like you're getting stiffer much before you actually feel the pain in the joint. Muscles can also tighten in the case of a misalignment, particularly in the lumbopelvic area. So like your SI joint, If you're having pain in an area that seems to be associated with muscle tightness, you need to see if your pelvis might be misaligned or any other misalignment might be contributing to the muscles tightening up as a responsive compensation to instability in a nearby joint. One of the most common reasons that we see muscles tighten up in my clinic here in Scottsdale is because of weak muscles in neighboring joints. For example, in the hip, there can be small hip muscles that are supposed to stabilize your hip that are not doing their job effectively. So what your brain will do is realize that there's not enough stability in that hip. So what it'll do is it'll call on your quads. It'll call on your hamstrings. It'll even call on your TFL. 
which attaches to your IT band. And it'll tighten all of these things to try to make up for the lack of stability that's in the hip. Our first response is typically to start stretching our quads, stretching our hamstrings, and foam rolling our IT bands, and it doesn't have any effect. And that's because the reason that those things are tight is because of the instability in the joint itself. So the only true solution to that is actually figuring out which muscles those guys are compensating for and strengthening those up in a progressive resistance training program. The other reason that we mentioned at the beginning of this podcast that muscles can tighten is stress. It can take on many forms and can contribute to why muscles get tight. It can be from lack of sleep. It can be from poor sleep hygiene, like drinking alcohol before you go to bed every night and drinking caffeine past 4 or 5 p.m., which just completely disrupts your sleep cycle, never allows your muscles to fully recover. You can get stressed due to poor nutrition, daily interactions with certain individuals, you know who. And much of the time, that stress can be felt in a particular area of the body, depending on the individual. Chances are that if you get stressed, you feel it in an area where you have some sort of physical pain or discomfort already. If you find that you're frequently feeling that type of stress, what you need to do is try addressing the components that you actually have control over. So while you might not be able to control that individual who causes you stress, you can start by getting a full night's sleep, not drinking before bed, get that seven and a half to eight and a half hours for most adults, and avoiding caffeine past 2 p.m. to help you sleep better. You might be able to speak with a nutritionist to help give you some valuable insights as to your eating habits. And then, of course, my favorite one, getting frequent exercise can help improve your stress and can get the blood flowing to those tight, restricted muscles so that they can actually relax and heal. So stay hydrated, do what you can to avoid stress. If you are having overuse injuries, if you feel like your muscles are chronically just tight and you've tried the traditional approach, which is foam rolling, lacrosse ball, massage, uh, even going to the chiropractor, because the secondary effect of muscles getting tight is that your joints get stiff. If you've tried these things, and you still haven't been able to find a solution, chances are that your muscles are compensating for other muscles that are not doing their job, which is leading to them being overused. Now, when those muscles get overused, then what happens? They tighten up, blood flow is restricted, new oxygen can't get to the muscles, the muscle can't relax, and you're stuck in the vicious cycle once again. I'll end it with this. If you do the same thing over and over and over, and expect things to change. So for example, we're talking about if you are continuing to stretch over and over and over, and it's been two to three weeks, and you are not seeing any sustained results, you are barking up the wrong tree. You have to change your approach. You have to find somebody who specializes in movement, who can help you identify which muscles are underperforming. Chances are this is going to be a strength-based physical therapist who can evaluate your movements, like your squats, your lunges, the bigger exercises, it's not going to be a physical therapist that you're going to find, typically not anyway. You might find a good uh, movement-based, strength-based physical therapist working in a physician-owned physical therapy practice. In a physician-owned physical therapy practice, you're likely there because you've had some sort of surgery or your physician owns the clinic and has sent you there. This type of therapy is more geared towards post-surgical rehabilitation. So if you look around and everybody has had surgery and is recovering from surgery, chances are that you are not around a physical therapist who knows how to look at your movements, pick apart and identify exactly which muscles need to be strengthened and help you to avoid surgery. 
a lot of people end up getting surgeries, unnecessary surgeries, because of something that starts as tight muscles. And those tight muscles cause compression in the joints over time. And that compression turns into arthritis. And then you get convinced to do something for the arthritis. Eventually, it ends up being a knee replacement. But things that might happen around along the way, for example, let's take the, the hip and the knee. Instability at the hip can cause people to have meniscus tears over time in the knee. Those meniscus tears, if you let someone take pieces of your meniscus out, known as a meniscectomy, which has shown to only be as effective as physical therapy at best, there are some types of meniscectomies that you may actually need surgery for if you're having a lot of locking or flap tears in the joint. But if that's not the case, chances are it can be taken care of with physical therapy because once you start taking that meniscus out, there is less padding in the knee, which causes grinding and arthritis in the cartilage, which over time makes it much more likely that you'll need a knee replacement at some point in time. That can be solved by paying attention to the tightness in the quads and the TFL and the hamstrings and the glutes and figuring out early on what is causing those so that you can stabilize the hip, so that you don't get meniscus irritation, so that you don't have to have meniscus surgery, so that you don't have to have a total knee replacement when you're 65. It's all a chain of reaction. Everything in the body works together. It is not a silo. If you're having any sort of muscle tightness and it is aggravating the heck out of you and any of this struck a chord, waste no time. Find a physical therapist who specializes in strength, who specializes in movement, who really helps you identify what those muscles are and helps them get stronger so that you don't have to even consider replacing one of your joints down the road. This is Dr. Tom Padilla with the Doctors of Physical Therapy in Scottsdale, Arizona. I hope this podcast has been helpful for you. Please take a moment to share with your friends that may need to hear this. Rate us and let us know what you think and what other information that you would like to hear. Any surgeries that you are curious about. And we will be happy to include those in our future episodes. Take care.